Howdy there, my fellow distanced fellows. This is Peyton Zignego here with COVID Operation to bring you your daily dose of cheer. Happy Friday! Yet another week has really flown by. I don't know about you, but this week felt very very fast. Uh, In comparison to other weeks, I know I say that weeks go by fast quite a lot, but this one for real, it went by zoom. Like it started and then all of a sudden it was gone, just like that. Well, a little bit of a life update for you. I got pens shaped like cacti. They're super cute. They sit in my little pen holder, which is a fancy little spinning one that I got for 70% off at Target. And they're very cute and I'm very happy with them. Life update. So yeah, you could say I'm having a pretty good week. (laughs) I mean, all things considered, yeah, having pen cacti and yeah, really, I mean, that's probably one of the best things that's happened to me this week and I can't complain. I really, I can't. Oh, I got a new candle too. You guys know how I love my candles. This one is clementine scented and it's so nice. I also got it at Target. It was $3. I highly recommend you go and pick up yourself a nice clementine candle if you're into that. They were in the little like dollar section at the front of the store, which, okay, don't get me wrong. I love having those cheap items right there. And a lot of time they're like little home decor items and I love home decor items. But this time I realized that they are not all a dollar. Like you think they would be. You think it's the dollar section, but some of them are like $4. And I didn't think of that. And then all of a sudden I was spending like $20 when I meant to spend like 10 and really spirals out of control there. But you know, I think it was worth it. The $3 candle is very nice and smells really good and no complaints here. And I wasn't tricked this time. I did see the price tag that was $3. So I knew and I wasn't being pranked when I get to the checkout center and all of a sudden the items that I thought were $1 are a lot more. But it's whatever. It's whatever. It was definitely worth it for the candle and for the other various home decor items because I I don't know why. I don't know what it is about having little trinkets, but they are just so fulfilling to me as a person. And I have an apartment in Chicago that I uh, live with my roommates in and we all love just little home decor trinkets. Like you go into the Target section and in the back of the store, in the home goods section, there's like the discount home goods section and they have all the stuff that's usually like out of season or a little broken or something. And I'm crafty, I can fix stuff. So I pick up a lot of items from the home good clearance section and I bring them home and I'm like, look guys, home goods, decor. And they're all like, oh, great Peyton. You know, uh, What can I say? It's just really fulfilling for me for some reason, just having things in my apartment. It's just who I am. I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like minimalism kind of scares me. Like I can appreciate it sometimes, but I just can't do it. You know, like I see an empty space and I think I got to put something there. I don't know what, but something will go there. It's just who I am as a person. I, I can't change that. You know, it's It's just me. It's just the Peyton way is I must have things in places. And, you know, it makes me feel like one of those birds that has the really well-decorated nests with like a hundred pieces of trash that they've collected because they think it's cool and shiny. I'm just a trash bird and that's okay with me. And I, I think it's just, you know, I have a space and I can do what I want with it. So... There goes the Target home decor section, but now in my house. (laughs) And the Target pride section from June and uh, a bunch of random art stuff. Because again, that's just, just who I am as a person. All right, I suppose that's enough of a life update intro where I tangentially go on and on about home decor items. I... 
this is a podcast that is not meant to be about home decor and is meant to be about helping art students. And here I am talking about home decor. Wow. I... I'm just an old woman. And, you know, from my cat love to my love of tiny little birds that I can put places, it's fair. It's fitting. And that's okay with me. I just, I like cats and I like birds and I like trinkets. So (laughs) sue me, I guess. Please don't sue me. I don't have any money. I cannot handle being sued. Okay, okay, okay. Anyway, it's Friday and you know what that means. It means it's time for yet another episode of Ask Peyton. I realize now that you know my episodes are titled, so you knew it was coming, but hey, maybe I can pretend like I surprised you anyway. (laughs) And also because it's like a a weekly thing. I do this every week. I have a schedule every week on Friday. I do Ask Peyton and I am constantly asking you for questions. Speaking of which, if you guys have questions that you would like to be featured on next week's episode of Ask Peyton, or who knows, maybe I'll go absolutely buck wild and I'll answer questions on like a Thursday or a Wednesday. Who knows? I'm crazy. I, (laughs) okay. I just realized I said I'm crazy after I talked for a good five minutes about how much I love little tiny bird statues. So, um, maybe, uh, I could say, you know, like I'm wild, but obviously, you know, that's not true. So you already know that I'm not uh, an off the wall, like spontaneous person. I just, I'm simple and that's okay. I'm just a simple artist and that is fine. But anyway, I'm getting really off topic. I'm so sorry. If you have questions, comments, or concerns that you would like to submit to be reviewed on Friday, reviewed, you can email them to Peyton, P-E-Y-T-O-N at storyarkark.org. And that also applies for any work you want to have shared with me on the podcast because I love having student work and I would love to have your work featured. And if you have any, send it my way, please. Do not hesitate. I do not bite. I swear. I swear I don't bite. And even if I did, I don't have rabies. So, you know, uh, you don't have to worry about that either. So good, good for you. But yeah, if you have questions or anything, please email them to me. And also, if you just want to ask me about any of the things I talk about on the show, for example, the writing process or any part related to that, or even podcasting, I'm more than happy to talk with you about that thing, even if it's not, you know, I don't use it for the podcast, whatever. It's fine. Ask me any questions. Literally, I'm happy to help in any way that I can. So yeah, email inbox is always opened. I can't close it. Uh, even if I wanted to, which I don't. So go ahead, send in those questions, and I look forward to hearing from you. And of course, my secretary, Tapioca, will be taking all of those. So do not worry, your question, comment, or concern is in very good pause, I assure you. Anyway, let's take it to the email inbox now, and I can pretend like I have like a person in the studio who's like holding up a piece of paper or something to me to tell me what questions I have. Okay, uh, here's a good question. Uh, I was asked, how do you come up with character names? And I may have touched upon this in a earlier episode talking about character development, but I think it's super fun and important to have ways that to name characters sort of on hand and everyone does it differently. So I figured if I can just go over my way of doing it, that'll be easy. Okay. So when I name a character, I have several places that I like to go to get name ideas. Now, before I go into my own processes, actually, I will say that one of my very good friends told me her naming process for a D&D character, actually, and I thought it was neat. And so I'm going to share that so that maybe, hey, you can use it too. Um, she took two names that she liked and smashed them together to create a sort of Franken name. And then... As if she was making like a ship name, you know, how people would just smash two names together. And then from there, she looked at the way that she had spelled it then and then sort of changed the vowels around to make it sort of, you know, look like a cohesive name that could exist. And of course, it's fantasy. So really, no one can tell you that you can't do that. 
Uh, this could work for other settings too, just to create a, a unique name, but I think it works best for fantasy settings. Anyway, that's that's what she did. She just took two names that she liked because she couldn't decide between them and smashed them together and then edited it a little bit to make it fancy. Uh, anyway, anyway, back to my own character process. So I have a sort of selection of baby name websites that I go to. So yeah, my Google search history thinks that I'm a pregnant mother, but I am not. I suppose you could call me a mother to my characters and also my cat, but no, I'm I'm not a pregnant mom. I'm just looking for character name ideas. I'm kind of simple, I guess, when it comes to them. And I like to pick a sort of character aspect or something to them to sort of start when I'm looking for a name search and find a meaning that is sort of similar to how I want them to be. Or I could even mix it up a little bit, go a little crazy and pick a character name that I think directly goes against who they are as a person, which can create kind of a fun little thing there. But I also have a backlog of names that I really enjoy. A lot of them are like old, older names. Uh, Like I really like the names like Orion and Oliver and they're all O names. I like the name Orville for some reason. I don't know. Those are just, they're all three more masculine names with O's. Uh, (laughs) Ophelia is a name too that I like. Okay. Anyway, so I have a sort of backlog of names that I enjoy and I'll just sort of toss them out and usually they don't really fit whatever we're doing. So I'll just sort of pocket them again for a later project. But if, you know, if those random first names that I like don't really appeal or apply, then I go to one of my favorite baby naming websites. And each author artist has sort of their own selection of baby name websites that they like the most. But I will say that some of my favorites are Reedsy, that is R-E-E-D-S-Y, character name generator. They have, I think it's like over a million names and they have a bunch of different selections. So you can pick based on on a certain language. So you could do English names, you can do names in Arabic, names in English, names in French, names in Japanese, names in Korean, German, Italian, uh, you know, pretty much uh, any major language they have a selection of names for. And additionally, they have a selection of names for medieval type characters and fantasy characters. So you can do in the medieval name category, they have like Old Norse, Old German, Old Roman, Old Celtic, and Old English. And then they have some generators that will give you names inspired by different cultures, deities. So they have Celtic, Egyptian, Greek, Hindu, Japanese, Norse, and Roman. And they have a selection of fantasy name generators. So you can do like elves and humans and dragons and heroes and sidekicks. And so they have just so many and I really like this website and I'm not sponsored. Uh, I just really like their website and I use it quite a lot. And they just pull up a selection of like five or six names. And then from there, they give you like the definition of the first name. And I think they each come with a last name too, uh, but the I don't, usually it's just the first name that gets a definition or, or a meaning to it. But you know, I usually they sound pretty nice to Together. And yeah, so I that's one of the websites that I will go to. And then I also have a couple little like lists of names. So I have a 18th, 19th century name list, a list on a uh, name berry that's 57 Zodiac baby names. And then also there is the very classic fantasy name generator. I didn't know this about this website, but they have so many specific generators, specifically like from a certain media or pop culture thing. So they have like specifically Hobbit name generators or specifically Star Trek alien name generators. Like so 
many. If you are looking for something specific, they have it. And if you're looking for something not super specific, they probably also have it. So they have like generic, probably the same thing like English names, Japanese names, etc. I don't know why those are the two languages that came up first, but yeah. So those are two really good resources or several really good resources. And of course, each author sort of finds their website that they really like. And those are the ones that I use, have them start on my computer, but everybody has their own uh, favorite. So there you go. Those are some starting point resources for you. So yes, those are my <laughs> favorite name resources. And honestly, I think they're really fun. And yes, my Google search history does make me seem like a pregnant mom, but it's fine. It's worth it. It, <laughs> it all pans out in the end. So I hope that was helpful. I suppose that will do it for me for today because I've rambled on way too long. But thank you very much for tuning in. It's been appreciated as always. And I will not see you until Monday, which is a shame. But don't worry, I will be back on Monday, of course. Never have to worry about me not showing up again. So don't you worry. But that'll do it for me for this week. So it's been fantastic having you. Thank you so much for listening. Big, big smooch for me and tapioca. Anyway, this has been COVID Operation. I've been Peyton Zignego. Thank you very much for tuning in. I will see you on Monday. Stay safe out there this weekend. Peyton and Tapioca, over and out. <laughs>